This is the Champagne and Socks podcast. I'm Elisa. Grab a drink, take a quick break, and let's chat. This is episode one, The Tale of the Solstice Quilt, part one. This episode, I want to talk about the Solstice Quilt. It's the Solstice Kit Quilt from Ginny Byer, and it was the Block of the Month project for, I believe, 2013. I got the kit as a birthday present from my husband. I had been eyeing it off for a while. I really, really wanted to try her Block of the Month project. Every month you get a pattern for the next block, and that kind of seemed like the right pace of sewing for me. And this project looked ridiculously hard and an awesome challenge well beyond my capacity for quilting at the time. So that seemed like the obvious thing that I wanted to do. I think it was a bit expensive and I was looking at it, looking at it. Eventually my husband just bought it for me for my birthday. And then it sat there for a while because, oh my God, it was really scary. And then I tackled, I think, the first block. So every month you get emails the block pattern the first month or ahead of the first month you got the alternate block so it was a log cabin alternate block and there were 13 you had to make and I suppose if you're machine sewing that would be pretty quick to whip up ahead of the actual project I don't machine sew anything I am actually scared of sewing machines and I hand sew everything so I went ahead and cut out all my pieces for the log cabins probably in the January and started but The centre of the log cabins is a fussy cut triangle that you cut out of, I think, the border print and it makes a really fabulous kaleidoscope shape. But it was really, really hard to line them up perfectly and get the repeat for every single block. So that was my stumbling block for quite some time. And of course, it didn't occur to me to just continue along with the one block a month as they came out. I was like, no, I have to finish all the 13 alternate blocks first before I move on to block one. So that took me to about June. And then I was pregnant and thought, oh, okay, well, I'm, I'm on maternity leave. I'm going to spend some time sewing. It'd be really nice to have this quilt done before the baby comes. And then it turns out that when you have pregnancy brain, fussy cutting is not the most recommended thing to do. And I totally ruined one of the shapes I was fussy cutting and then freaked out because I had ruined the material so you get a set amount of um, like a paisley and then there are 13 different shapes that you cut out of the repeats and I think you got exactly the number of of repeats maybe you got one extra but I freaked out and decided that it would be best to just order some more of the paisley order some more border because who knows what will happen and then by the time it all arrived I had terrible carpal tunnel and could not sew anymore so I couldn't sew for like the last three months of my pregnancy and then although promised that carpal tunnel would completely cease on the moment that my baby exited my body that didn't happen and I had carpal tunnel for a good couple of more months after that finally when when it cleared up enough that I could sew again I returned to this project and then just with an obsession worked through each of the blocks And just sort of sucked it up, cut things out, kind of went with the, well, if it's not perfect, it's going to at least be done. And I did 11 of the 12 blocks and then totally stalled on the 12th one. 
Uh, the 12th one was the hardest block out of them. They kind of alternated. Sometimes you got this really, really easy block and then the next one would be really hard and you'd go back to an easy one. Uh, they were all stars and they had varying number of pieces to make up the stars. And the 13th one was incredibly hard. There was lots and lots of pieces, probably over 50 pieces to, to piece, and a circle piece at the centre which even though I'd kind of learnt how to sew circularly in this project because there were lots where the background piece was a semicircle, they were more like a quarter and I'd kind of learnt how to pin those so that when I pieced them I could ease in and do a reasonably good job. But the centre circle was really, really hard and I will admit that I don't think that I completely nailed it. But you know what, it's hand-sewn it's a project that's finished and I'm just going to embrace that and move on. So that block finally got finished and I had pieced all the other blocks together. So it was actually really easy once I'd finished this one. Sew on the border, piece it all in, sew it all up. Now I have a top. And so then the borders. Ginny Byer does this really, really interesting thing where she designs border fabrics so you buy like a piece of the border fabric and you get five repeats of this border so you just cut between the borders and suddenly you have your borders cut and you can just piece them on hand sewing I totally have the other side so the quilt top has that marked out edge because I trace all my templates onto the material so it's just a matter of sewing across straight across the border on the border fabric to the template on the back of the top quilt but I just knew I was going to screw up the cutting. I just knew it. And I even asked my husband to help me and he went and downloaded all the tutorials that are on Bias site on how to do it and then left me to it and I totally screwed it up. Actually, now that I've done it correctly the second time, it's really, really easy to do her borders. You centre her border fabric on where there is a repeat in the centre of your, your top quilt, get to the edge measure a 45 degree angle from the edge of your quilt for me I don't need my seam allowance so straight onto the edge and then you just trace off cut it quarter of an inch outside that pick it up lay it on the other side cut it the same then cut the other three exactly to the strip that you've cut and then sew it simple as long as you actually line that up correctly I lined up incorrectly and I cut a quarter of an inch inside my quilt instead of outside my quilt and discovered that remember how I bought extra border fabric in case I made a mistake I made a mistake at some point earlier and then I used the wrong piece for my duplicate recut of the border for the piecing so I cut into the fabric that I'd put aside that was exactly the length for the borders Remember, she has five repeats. I just managed to squeeze out for the first border. And I'm just pinning the fourth side of the first border onto my top quilt now. I then have a black border and then the second border, which is going to be too short. But I'm currently in denial. I kind of know that this is going to end badly, but I'm currently in denial about it. And I'm just going to continue sewing until I hit the problem. I'm working by a process of elimination. I can still currently sew borders and I'm going to do that until I hit the problem. I don't know how I'm going to solve the problem. 
I guess that will be for a future episode. You've been listening to the Champagne and Socks podcast, a twice-weekly podcast of all things craft, dropping Tuesdays and Thursdays. Join the craft circle and tell us what you're working on this week. Email me at champagneandsocks at gmail.com or find me on Twitter as Champagne Socks. I'm over on Ravelry as Girlie Jones. Finally, photos and links for this episode can be found in the show notes at champagneandsocks.com. Speak to you later.